Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Practice of the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence of the Resurrection. Second Conversation, September 28th, 1666. Brother Lawrence said that he had always been governed by love with no other interest, never worrying whether he would be damned or saved, and having once decided to perform all his actions for the love of God, he was at peace. He was content, even when picking up a straw from the ground for the love of God, seeking him alone and nothing else not even his gifts. He said that such behavior of the soul makes God bestow infinite graces upon him. Though we may take the fruit of these graces, that is, the love born from them, we must reject the taste, which is not God, since we know by faith that God is infinitely greater and completely other than what we feel. This manner of acting leads to a marvelous struggle between God and the soul. God gives, and the soul denies that what it receives is God. In this struggle, the soul is as strong in faith or even stronger than God, since he can never give so much that the soul cannot still deny that the gift is God himself. He said that only the soul that trifles with the gift, instead of rejecting it and going beyond it to God, experiences ecstasy and rapture. Except for wonder, we should not allow ourselves to be carried away. God must always remain the master. Brother Lawrence said that God rewards everything we do for him so promptly and so generously that he sometimes wished he could hide from him what he was doing for God's love so that by renouncing all reward, he would have the pleasure of doing something purely for God. He had been greatly troubled in spirit, thinking that he was surely damned and no one in the world could have convinced him otherwise. But he reasoned in this way. I entered religious life solely for the love of God and have tried to act for him alone. Whether I be damned or saved, I always want to act purely for his love. At least I can say that until I die, I will do whatever I can to love him. This anxiety lasted four very painful years. Since that time, he thought about neither heaven nor hell. His whole life was nothing but freedom and continual joy. He placed his sins between God and himself as if to tell God that he did not deserve his graces, but that did not stop God 
from filling him with them. God sometimes took him by the hand and brought him before the whole heavenly court, showing off this miserable sinner whom he was pleased to shower with his graces. He said that in the beginning, we must work at forming the habit of continually conversing with God, attributing to him everything we do. But after a little effort, we will feel ourselves awakened by love with no more difficulty. He expected that after the good times God had given him, he would have his share of suffering and pain. He did not worry about it, however, knowing well that since he could do nothing by himself, God would not hesitate to give him the strength necessary to bear them. When faced with some virtue to be practiced, he would say, My God, I can only do this if you help me. And he received the necessary strength immediately and even more. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Notice that at the end of tonight's reading, which is in the middle of the second conversation, the second conversation will go on for another day, but notice what Brother Lawrence says. When he was faced with some virtue to be practiced, what does that mean, some virtue to be practiced? Well, it means the virtue of obedience. And to practice the virtue of obedience is not just to want to obey your superior, that's what obedience is, but to put it into practice, to actually obey. When faced with a situation in which the superior is asking you to do something, what do you do? What did Brother Lawrence do? Well, he would say, he would pray, Lord, I cannot do this unless you help me. I can only do this if you help me. What would be another virtue? Humility. Patience. In other words, a situation comes in which something frustrating is offered. Something that makes us sad. Something that makes our hearts sink. And before we burst out into anger, we say, Lord, I can only do this if you help me. Or someone's made to wait. Or someone's been asked to do something. Or switches and comes, he's blamed for something he didn't do. Or someone else is given the credit. And there's no major reason to admit that what's happened. All one has to do is submit to God. Submit to the situation. Humble oneself. 
What does Brother Lawrence advise us? To pray, Lord, I can only do this if you help me. And then what happens? We get the grace we need, the strength we need. It's a great word for grace. The necessary spiritual strength. Brother Lawrence would receive the necessary strength immediately and even more. He put himself into God's hands. He humbled himself. In other words, he recognized that his need was for God and his strength. He didn't rely on his own strength as if he had strength apart from God. So this is a huge lesson for us. Yesterday, the lesson was about not being surprised when human beings do terrible things. Tonight, we're not to be surprised when God asks us to do things that we can't seem to do on our own. Not to be surprised because God will give us the grace we need to do what he asks. The Lord never allows us to be tempted beyond our strength, St. James tells us. The Lord will give us a way out. He will give us the strength we need. Therefore, what do we need? We need trust. Trust is part of the virtue of hope by which we want to do something. We want to obtain something by God's help. We lean, we trust on his support, not our own strength. That's another example of practicing a virtue. Lord, I cannot trust you unless you help me. I'm being asked to trust. I'm being asked to surrender. I'm being asked to walk by faith, not clearly knowing where this is going. Lord, I can only do this if you help me. But Brother Lawrence never mistook this divine help, this divine strength from the giver of this strength. Brother Lawrence is telling us we are not only aiming at the gifts that God can give. We have to ultimately be aiming at God himself. We have to ultimately be aiming at pleasing him at honoring him, of doing it for God. And how are we going to get to that point? How will we get that disposition of soul? How will we have to practice this virtue of pure love? Only if God gives us the help. Only if he helps us. So if the Lord has put into our heart any kind of desire for this pure love, to want to love God purely for his own goodness, to want not his rewards, not because we get something out of it, but simply because he's so good and he's so beautiful and so worthy of being loved. And if that's what we're aiming at, then we're aiming at something completely supernatural, something that requires God to help us which requires us to pray. No discouragement. 
if we're discouraged, it's because we're trying to do something by our own strength. If we're discouraged, it's because we think we have to do it ourselves. But Brother Lawrence is telling us over and over again, things require effort, yes. It requires us to work, yes. But even that effort, even that work, is itself a gift from the Lord. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.